What's up, guys? Kyle Spears here, the Blacklisted Voice. We're here with Bo Bibb, um, owner of Proverb Fitness. Uh, and uh, sorry, remind me of the nutrition company again? Uh, Forged by Food. Forged by Food. Um, so owner of those two businesses. Um, he's going to chat with us about his fitness journey today, kind of those two businesses and um, his kind of like change throughout uh, throughout his fitness journey. Um, so Bo, you want to kind of chat chat or walk us through that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, start in the beginning. Yeah. Start from the beginning. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I got into fitness, I guess it would be, man, I don't even know that you forget how old I am sometimes. Um, 35 <laughs> now. So 15 years ago or more, um, started in college. Um, I did a little fitness, I guess you'd say exercise when I was playing sports in high school, but be honest with you, it was kind of like hit or miss. Our, our coaches never really held us to uh, the standard of going to work out. And looking back, I kind of wish that was uh, more of a priority for them and for us. Yeah. But um, I kind of found it when I got – it was uh, – I want to say my sophomore year in college. Me and my buddy, he was like, hey, dude, you want to you go to the gym with me? I was like, I don't know. I got nothing else to do between like six or seven – so we ended up going to uh, a goals gym in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. I was going to uh, a college up there and uh, we hit it up a few times. He was like, Hey, I mean, let's just continue to do this every day around this time. And uh, so that was really my first introduction into it. And, and we made that commitment. We, uh, we started, you know, six to seven and then it was like six to seven thirty, And then we, you know, we just kind of fell in love with doing that every afternoon. Um, and so over the year, Let's see, it was probably about another – I graduated, so about four more years, 2008. Um, I was really enjoying it on my own um, and graduated um, college, finally. And, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, five-year uh, plan. Yep. <laughs> Best plan uh, to do. <laughs> yeah, five years. So, we, 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 uh, we actually were roommates um, and, and continue to do it through uh, the rest of my uh, four more years. Um, so – that was when I guess it all started. I knew that I enjoyed it. I knew I liked it. And I spent a lot of my extra time, you know, Googling if we even had Google back then, um, it was probably more <laughs> like flex magazine or, or whatever it was out looking at exercises. Um, and about that time is when I was like, ah, you know, people were coming up to me and they would ask what we're doing and they're like, all right, well, this is interesting. Can you tell me how to do these things? And I was like, well, I kind of like helping people. Um, and this was so, in Gold's gym that this was happening. Yeah, yeah, we it was we had kind of that. Well, that was uh, going through uh, the guy I was working out with um, was obviously I'm not a really big guy. You probably can't see the little part of me, but um, <laughs> okay. he was actually a a pretty big guy. So a lot of people were coming up to us and talking about it. And uh, oh, okay. yeah, this is this is something we're enjoying helping people. Um, and so that was that transpired over into the goals gym back at home once I moved back and I was able to, um, I started going at five thirty in the morning, which was a nightmare. Um, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, if anybody thinks you're busy, I was teaching school. Uh, actually I was going to the gym at five 30. I would teach school uh, all day, uh, get done teaching school. And if I was coaching a sport, I would do that or I would come back to the gym and personal train, uh, people until like seven or eight o'clock at night and then i'd come home some days i'd coach right after school till like six then go to the gym and train people and then come home um wow so <laughs> that was a, a busy time in my life but yeah um i said all that to say I, I i started doing i guess getting into the training portion of of fitness at that point in time um you know as far as our workout it was just bro splits you know like i had no idea what i was doing i was just um whatever the magazine said whatever you know that the uh research i, I excuse me i wasn't even looking at research then i was just looking at um because we didn't have access to i guess google and iphones hadn't really exploded yet um and then i'm trying to make sure i don't miss anything the um that was about the time i started figuring out what crossfit was um it was like 2000 2008 time frame nope well so tell, i personal trained and did all the goals gym thing until 2000 from 2008 until 2000 uh later part of 2010 
Okay. Um, I had back in college reversing a little bit. We had done like the 300 workout. Yep. Yep. Um, and we did it every day for like <laughs> Cause, three months. Because that did was you also hear, yeah. Did you also hear like they did that every day for like three months? So you're like, Oh, I want to get jacked like them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We read that. We saw the, the pictures and we was like, Oh yes, this is what oh, we're, yeah. doing. <laughs> we're doing. We're doing the 300 workout every yeah. day. And then he's um, still going like pound booze on the weekend and, oh, and yeah. eat a ton of food. <laughs> Week, weekend. What are you talking about? It was like every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah two, 2008 that was the um the time when i'm sorry 2010 later part of 2010 um i was you know still personal training and everything and i was kind of doing the math here and i was like wow I'm making like seven dollars every 30 minutes personal training people because the, the gym was making the remainder of the money and yep. kind of all this happened at once so i was like this is really dumb i don't know why i'm still doing this um you know, I enjoy this, but they're taking everything I've got. Um, and so again, my life was really, really busy at that point in time. So I was looking to cut something out, but I was like, well, um, I could probably do that on my garage and people might would come and they would, might would like it. I don't know. And I could actually make more money. Even if I had less clients, I could still potentially charge and then I don't have to pay the gym out. And so there was a girl in there. She, I'll never forget it. She was like, she was jacked. Uh, she reminds me of, like Katrin David's daughter at like now, but, um, I saw her and I talked to her and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? She was like, ah, you know, I'm going, I'm flying out to, um, California and I'm going to do the CrossFit games. And I was like, what? She's oh, like, yeah, wow. the CrossFit games. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, go to CrossFit.com and look. Um, nice. so then of course, like every other CrossFitter, I yep. go to CrossFit.com. At this point in time, I shouldn't say that now it's, there's no such thing as CrossFit yeah. media. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I go to CrossFit.com and I see these workouts and I'm like, this can't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next morning I show up at 530 and I had two workout guys with me uh, that we, we continue to work out in the mornings at that point in time. And they were like, I was like, hey guys, we're going to do this CrossFit thing. Uh, we're going to do, and of course you can't leave out chest um when you first start crossfitting because you're not completely sold out on crossfit right yep yep still got to so, hit your CrossFit workout and then get your bodybuilding session yeah in. <laughs> yeah well this was kind of like a combo we did the you know it was like i saw i kept seeing this 21 15 9 go around okay so I was like well let's do 21 bench press and then 21 it was hang cleans of course neither again we didn't work out in high school like we should have so hang cleans were uh, atrocious probably uh out of the curls yeah, out of the squat rack for sure, because you didn't want to yeah. bend over and pick the, the <laughs> right. The deadlifting was bad for your back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I grabbed the we did the twenty one and twenty one, and by the you know our second movement of twenty one, we're like, oh my god, what is, <laughs> what is happening right now? Uh, yep. So kind of going a little bit fast forward a little bit. We, uh, we continue to do that for like a couple more weeks. And I, I came home and I told my wife, I was like, all right, I want to, you know, open this gym up. Uh, or I want to open my garage up. I want to start personal training people out of there. Um, meanwhile, I pretty much switched all my clients doing CrossFit at, which was a terrible move, but they were, <laughs> I was making people throw up, you know, like people were passing out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, uh, man, this stuff's working. They're all like, <laughs> You know, I was doing 30 minute sessions and people were getting their 30 minutes worth. <laughs> You're like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, I started at, when I opened in the garage, which, which would have been um, about Jan let's see, January of 2011. Okay. Um, I didn't quite affiliate yet. I just, uh, you know, I, I went by like Anderson Fitness Training or some other uh, name. Um, Cause at that time it's what well, it still is three thousand, it was 3000 bucks. Um, yeah. And so, you know, me personally, I, I was like, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy, I think I bought 2000, $2,000 worth of equipment. It was like, okay. um, a bar, one bar, I had one pull-up bar and then I had uh, mainly kettlebells was kind of what I spent most of my money on. Um, okay. and then, you know, bumpers I'd picked up I'd, the bars. I think I got from firm. I was doing an internship at, 
Furman University for my master's degree, which I completely forgot to talk about. But uh, long story short, I did a, an internship there for my master's um, with the strength and conditioning program. And so they were like, hey, you want these bars? You want these? Um, I had a, they had a GHD, like you want this GHD and, and a wow. prowler. So they were like giving me stuff. I was like, yeah, shoot, I'll, t- I'll take everything. <laughs> Man, that's legit. You got hooked up. Yeah, you can give me. Um, so I just started piling stuff in my gym, went and bought, or my garage, went and bought those uh, horse stall mats, you know. Um, yeah. And then that's when I kind of sold out personally as well with the, the CrossFit because I was like, I don't have the time to personal train. I don't have the time to do my bro splits and all that type mm-hmm. stuff and coach sports and teach school all day. Yep. Um, and so, like, you know, my workouts were – just all across. I would just literally would come home and I'll do Grace. I do Fran. I do Murph. You know, whatever. If I had thirty minutes, I would do a thirty minute workout. And it was just like look on CrossFit.com or or you know go to whatever and, and figure out your workouts. And so um, most of the time, like that was pretty much what we did in our early years of of uh, the gym and and myself, just kind of uh, throwing down, I guess, old school CrossFit style yeah um, the good old days yeah yeah you look back and it's so simple but yet uh you're like man i you know what my movement form was definitely not where it needed to be and no. nor, nor were i coaching my clients there it's like yeah. i tell my the some of them are actually still my clients today oh, and i'm like sweet. you're uh i'm sorry you're my guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. i apologize yeah 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 sometimes ignorance is bliss but other times you're just like oh man <laughs> i'm so yeah. sorry yeah i posted videos on like youtube you know and i'll go back now and look at them i'm like oh my lord no wonder i like <laughs> about herniated all my <laughs> disc in my back and right you know, right my shoulders are killing me and all that type stuff just yeah you know, early years crossfit we just didn't know right uh, it was all still a learning experience and like the like social media wasn't as prominent back then. So your learning curve was a lot uh, more gradual. It wasn't as steep for sure. Yeah. I mean, I taught myself to do double owners off of YouTube videos. I taught myself yep. to do muscle ups. I did, I didn't even have a spot to do muscle ups. I had a tree outside my house that I hung up a, a, a set of rings from. And yeah. I, I taught myself to do a, you know, muscle up through videos on, on YouTube. And uh, so most of my experience for, you know, those type movements were just like self-taught and, yeah. you know, like I would just Google and research and that, you know, go through whatever I could find on whatever was out, you know, Jeff Mont- uh, Martone was like teaching kettlebell stuff. So I was like watching his stuff and, yep. um, you know, the, the gymnastics person, I can't remember who they were, but, uh, Carl Pagliello or whoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. k and Car- uh, Carl, K-Star, I think. Yeah. And then I just started going to search, you know, trying to, trying to learn myself and then where I could actually teach it to people. And so mm-hmm. my career luckily was a physical education teacher. That's what I was teaching in school. So oh, nice. I learned, I knew how to, uh, what, what human movement looked like. Um, and so it, and I, whether you're teaching a baseball throw or you're teaching a, you know, a squat clean, it all kind of, it's about the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. You just got to figure out the, the points performance and then you just adjust that, whatever you're teaching. So I was yeah. able to pick up and, and, I would say become a decent coach um, over the years just because of that. Um, yeah. Having a background of being a teacher, um, it helped me out a good bit. But even watching myself, I could, you know, make corrections. So, um, well, yeah, that was the that was the early years. Um, you know, 2012 opened up my uh, actual facility in June, 2012, June 4th, as a matter of fact, it was my wife's birthday. I opened up a gym on her birthday. <laughs> which, uh, you guys are still together too. So yeah. Worked out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we opened up and, you know, we've been open ever since, uh, 2012. And, you know, I've had a lot of, of crazy things happen, I guess, since then that's, that would be like where the CrossFit journey, uh, started versus in my real learning experience because I think prior to even when I was personal training people like I don't really know that and maybe it's just me but I don't know that many people were that informed of uh, what was the proper way to train um, yeah. I'm sure that there was a lot of people that were in, 
maybe uh, just because of the profession. Like I just think like personal training has just really started to over the last 10 years has really started taking off. And I think up until then it was like, even the trainers were training people how they were trained, whether, whether it was, you know, uh, if it was a bodybuilder trainer, he was training his clients like bodybuilding trainer. Like, yeah. and so, um, you know, unless you were a PT in physical um, therapy or something like that, you just didn't really have that knowledge base. And I think that was really where CrossFit, in my opinion, even a lot of people look at it bad, but I think it was the awakening of really people getting serious about learning uh, human movement and how to teach, uh, you know, w whatever it be, um, you know, whether it be a 60 year old woman or a you know, 20 year old guy, like that was the movement, at least from, again, my experience where I saw a big shift, um, you know, wanting to learn, wanting to, um, whether it was the right thing or not, figuring out the best way to deliver programs, to deliver exercise. And I think, over, like you said, over the years, we've learned a lot, um, made a lot of mistakes, but yeah. I think without CrossFit's big boom, I don't know that fitness would be where it is today um, from a coaching standpoint or from a, um, a I mean, or just exercise in general standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're definitely, they definitely did a great job of, you know, putting quality information at a, a base level, but like good base level quality information into, you know, thousands of people's hands and what they did with it from there is kind of up to them. But mm. I think a lot of us that were serious about it definitely went on with further education and like understanding from there. So like, yeah, hundred percent agree. Like they, they definitely laid the foundation and it's, it's been awesome to see the boom for sure in the last 10 years because of that. So yeah, and I, and I think it definitely came across it kind of hit right as the world of, of um, the access of internet, the access became, yep. I mean, we had it before, but I mean, like, you know, it wasn't, it's hard to believe that it's only 12 years ago that we had iPhones, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but that was in 2011, you know, that was, there wasn't a ton of information out there. Um, no, yeah. YouTube was saturated with a lot of bodybuilding type stuff, a lot of, yeah. of endurance based type things, but it never really had any, like the functional movement mm -hmm. um, scene had not really been, if maybe it was, it was just, it wasn't promoted very well. Yeah. I mean, like there was like, there was a lack of Olympic weightlifting, which is a pretty big pr proponent of CrossFit, mm -hmm. um, like from a squatting and pulling standpoint. Um, and then a lack of like physical therapy as well. So like you're, you were missing two kind of huge components of health inside of the, the YouTube realm per se. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was what drove, you know, opening the gym. Of course I had a, you know, background in, in physical education and then I was, I did, you know, train clients, uh, regardless of whether it was perfect or not. I kind of understood, understood, yeah, understood how to train people. Um, but, uh, you know, like you said a minute ago, like if you, well, what we saw is that over the years, if you didn't um, further ed get further education, then you kind of, it was one of those things you could just tell, I guess that's what I'm trying to say there. Like just the people, like the way that your clients moved or, um, you know, the cream rises to the top, I guess you would in, in some point in time. And so you would see that, you know, people would, you know, gyms would close based on you know, just poor, um, poor movement quality and people just get everybody getting hurt or, yeah. um, you know, just deciding it wasn't for them type deal. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you guys start evolving in, in that regards? Cause you, so you guys have been open seven years now, which is pretty significant or eight, seven and a half, I guess. Well, 2011. So oh, nine years, nine years, Yeah, which is great, great chunk of time for a gym. So yeah. like, how did, how did you guys like start to evolve and kind of shift your, um, maybe not philosophy, but kind of make sure that you got you and your coaches were like learning. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think most of it, it's, it's weird. I think the gym evolves with me. Um, okay. Because I'm kind of like the, the, of course I'm, I'm seeing, uh, you know, most of my clients are, uh, I would say like we have a 40 plus style gym. Mm -hmm. um, we live in a, in a rural town in uh, South Carolina. So, um, 
you know, not a huge, I know you're in Atlanta, so Metro type deal, it's more rural. And um, with that, we have a lot of retirees and that type thing. And so I think for me, it was, you know, when I first got into CrossFit, it was like everybody else with CrossFit, we just like gung-ho, like we're going to do, yeah. we're going to do CrossFit every day. And, you know, whatever that looks like, it's it's going to be delivered just as, as CrossFit.com. And, you know, like, and that's the way I treated my training because that was what um, I felt like you should do. Yeah. And, you know, over time we've, we've just learned that um, every year, I think it's just kind of self-evaluation of going, all right, well, what worked, what didn't work, you know, what are people liking and really just kind of keeping your, your uh, hands close to people um, and the ear to close to the ground. That was the saying I was looking for there. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, what people are liking, what, what do you see? And, and that's where like over the time I've seen various different things happen you know, with, with the gym, it's just, it's like, uh, we needed, you know, at the time it was like, I felt like we needed more. And so we added more because it used to be a CrossFit was like you know, 12 minutes, right. you know, 12 minute mile with a warm up, and that was it. Right. Uh, right. Um, or you would do Murph that day or you do a 5k that day. And then it was like, right. okay, we're like the CrossFit world. We started transitioned into like deliver a strength mm-hmm. and then deliver a Metcon. Mm-hmm. And then it was like deliver, a strength and multiple Metcons mm-hmm. and you know, then it was, it, it just kind of, and that's where that's how the gym kept evolving. We kept changing, but then we also kept learning like, okay, well this didn't work. Like people yeah. started getting hurt here, but like, overuse injuries were happening. And then, you know, obviously that's what started happening with, with me as well. Yep. And then as the, you know, the years progress, we've just continued to, you know, just listen to our clients, see what's working um and and just evolve based on how we feel like they're either getting results or um and i think like now like kind of our mentality is um it's hard as it is to say like i think a lot of crossfit gyms are like still you know snatching all the time or yeah yeah. they're they're uh you know doing all these high rep type stuff and it's like what kind of clients do you have um and that's where the like like the realization about two years ago for me started happening was, you know, we're, we're trying to follow all these, these programs that people are putting out, whether it's Jason Khalifa or you're putting out, you know, the, um, I don't know how many other thousand different types, uh, workouts right there. And I'm like, I've got 50 year old women in here. Like really yeah. like, Oh, snatching is good for you. Cause it teaches coordination. It's like, Oh wow. I can think about 17 different movements. That would teach coordination is <laughs> And I won't dislocate their shoulders. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and so I, that was, I guess, the mental shift. And that's, you know, we're still a CrossFit affiliate, but uh, mm-hmm. we still pay our dues. Um, but, you know, we, we've started rebranding really and just that, like, hey, I don't want to be just that. I don't want to be lumped into that CrossFit gym that's mm-hmm. just like the CrossFit gym down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, yeah, you, oh, you go, you're a CrossFitter? Yeah, you go to CrossFit, you know, wherever. That's like my gym. It's like, no, actually, it's not like your gym. It's completely right. different than your gym. Um, you know, so that was, I guess, our evolution into to now. We're, you know, we we try to we look at our clients, and then based on our clients, we deliver the the program that um, we think is is fitting for them. Um, yeah. it's going to make them better. And, and you know, we've pulled the gym many and many a times, and I would say the average person comes there to be healthy um and you know look good naked um and yep. age well like yeah. and i don't know that doing you know 30 snatches for time is going to make that happen for sure so. for sure yeah yeah some uh interesting philosophy changes for sure um, yeah and like you so along that lines like your kind of fitness program has changed as well i think we started in um either late 2016 or early 2017, um, together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you came to me, you had like competitive aspirations. Um, you wanted to like compete in CrossFit. We ended up, you know, trying to give you the volume then again, sorry, <laughs> but, uh, we tried to give you the volume like required for, you know, a competitive CrossFitter. And it was kind of like injury after injury and your flare up after flare up. And we kind of had to, you know, about, it's about a year ago now you kind of like took a step back almost and kind of like reassessed what you wanted to do for fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you're actually going to compete in a, a competition, a CrossFit competition, not doing that much CrossFit. So can you kind of just take us through like that journey and kind of that philosophy change or? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, again, it, it goes back to just having to self eval on some things. And when I, when I came to, to you, um, I had done, I don't know how many different competitive programs. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd went to, we had done catalyst, you know, for 12 week like strength program and then I'd hop mm -hmm. on, you know, Invictus for, you know, uh, six weeks and, mm -hmm. and it would be misfits. And then it would be, you know, one after a, a brute uh, strength. And I think I've done about all of them. Um, yeah. and kind of what got me interested in it at the time was I started being like, well, all this stuff just ends up, I'm getting, I'm getting hurt. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with, um, injury after injury. And, and, um, I guess I'm 35 now. So in 2016, I've been like what 30, 29 when I first came yeah, somewhere it's like in there, 30, 31, I think somewhere okay. around there. Um, and so, you know, I guess I hadn't put all together that I was actually getting older yet. Uh, <laughs> um, and I didn't necessarily knew that I was not a CrossFit. Yeah. I knew that I wasn't a CrossFit games. Uh, I mean, I realization with that came like my first weekend of CrossFit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I did enjoy the other stuff, like, you know, being able to do uh, local competitions and being mm -hmm. able to like, um, I just enjoy training. Like I, I do. Yeah. I've, I mean, like I said, I've, I've done it forever now it feels like i don't i don't know when a time it wasn't a part of my life um whether it be a sport or training or whatever and being i just enjoy it i enjoy getting in the gym working out and i think a lot of people like and i guess it is stress but um it's like my meditation if anything um yeah, just yeah. because it's the one time that i cannot think about something in the day except what i'm doing right then um yeah, yeah. i'm not a great like lay around meditate kind of person because i have add and so um i'll just be thinking about 10,000 different things. And but with when I'm exercising, it was like, you can't really think about much more than a 12 minute AMRAP in the middle of a 12 minute AMRAP, um, <laughs> yes. except breathing. And you know, like that's the only thing you're thinking about. And so yes. I guess for me, it just became that time. And, uh, so not that I necessarily had any aspirations to compete when I came, it was more of like, I wanted to do something different and mm -hmm. I wanted to do something like, challenging for myself but I also wanted to see progression because at that point in time I was like I'm not really getting any stronger I'm not really getting that much better even though I'm training all this time yeah yeah and so I didn't really care to win competitions as this I just wanted to like see myself get better and I, I just would, was not at that point in time um so obviously when, when I you know first came you but we delivered what that what I wanted you know was yep. like competitive programming um so and I just I couldn't stay healthy you know it was yeah. like yeah. um I had a you know rhomboid injury I had a that rib one, yeah that one kept flaring up a lot yeah I had um you know, like a rib like front rib type thing that was going on shoulder it was like knee my back you know yeah. it was just like one thing after another and um I guess I guess it was we just kept trying to change things up and like yep. maybe do less volume and do aerobic type stuff. And then it was like, um, and, and I guess, you know, one day I just asked myself like, what, what am I doing? Like, yeah. why am I still trying to do this? Um, because you know, why do I want to do this? And it was, it, you know, I had to think like, all right, what I'm, I'm 35. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to hike. I want to be able to like do these things. But I, like I look, I'm the person that gets out of the car and the six year old woman walks by me, um, with no problem. And I'm hobbling to the door, like what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, crap, I can't, like, I don't want to be the person that struggles to tie their shoe because not because I'm overweight or because I'm out of shape, but because I'm so freaking sore that I can't bend over to touch my shoes. Yep. Um, and so that's kind of when I guess the, the mind shift happened where I was like, uh, and, and I think, Again, I kind of went with the fitness trend, and, and maybe that's just me, you know, following people. I don't know, but I felt like that's kind of where things were going. It's like we we took we took bodybuilding, yep, and then when CrossFit came around, we completely abandoned bodybuilding. Like yep. if you did a curl, you were a you know like <laughs> oh my god, CrossFitters don't do curls. Yeah, I think I was at one gym where you, like you had a burpee penalty if anybody saw you doing like a curl. Yeah. Or something like that <laughs> yeah we just completely threw it away so for yeah 
you know, 10 years of my life, I did zero like bodybuilding type stuff. Yep. Yep. You know, it was just, uh, Metcons and, and, and Olympic lifting and, you know, back squats for days. Um, yeah. And didn't bench, you know, didn't do any of that type of stuff. And, and then, um, I don't, I don't know what triggered it, but I started like watching, you know, it was like YouTube stuff was coming on and, um, just kind of like, what am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm going, I don't really look like I exercise for an hour and a half a day. Like, you know, I'm fit. I can run, I can do snatches, I can burpee. I'm, you know, um, but I don't really look like I work out that much. And, uh, so then it was like, why am I killing myself? And I still don't look like I work out. Um, and so that's when I was like, you know, this is like snatches are not going to make me look better naked. And uh, although they're fun, but my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore, you know, and and (laughs) I don't snatch that much, um, you know, or, uh, push heavy push. Okay. rib anymore. Um, so it's like, I guess that was kind of when we started talking, I was like, dude, I'm just, I'm beat up mentally. I, I don't even want to, like, I couldn't tap. I couldn't go to the gym. Um, and like, you know, you would say, give me, you know, like, I don't know, a 500 meter row rest, you know, five minutes and do it again. Like it, to, they even thought to try to do that was just nauseating. Um, mm-hmm. and so I just didn't want to do it. Um, and so I just, um, that's when we talked, I guess. And it was like, yeah. all right, we just need to switch things up. Let's, let's, um, step back on the intensity and, and, uh, you know, go, go what we abandoned for so long. I'd like to try to do some of that stuff again. Like I'd like yeah. to try to, you know, bring up some lagging muscle groups and maybe I won't be injured anymore. Yeah. And yeah. That's kind of like my, I guess my mindset shifted at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great learning experience for me for like, um, cause I think as a lot of us, we were brought up in kind of that CrossFit realm. So like to shift, uh, and kind of force yourself to shift um, what you're programming for somebody has been a great, a great learning experience for me. And like, we definitely have seen like, I mean, you've trained consistently now for, you know, six to eight months um, and no flare ups. Um, I think maybe an achy knee, there was an achy knee after a Ragnar run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one, that one scared me a little bit, <laughs> but a couple of days later you, you saw the PT, they said it was fine. Um, and so it's been, you know, for me, it's been a cool um, learning experience to watch you kind of like evolve in your fitness and like, you know, put in some more aerobic work and, and, you know, see the central like aerobic system adapt and hit these bodybuilding protocols and, and see some of your strength numbers actually get driven up um, and, uh, and see the body just kind of get healthy again. So it's been cool to watch and, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, that's the, it's crazy how your body reacts. You chase what everybody else is doing, but you don't really know like what's going to work for you. And I think that's, I think I sent you that like neurotyping thing. And now in in hindsight, looking back, you know, 2020, I'm like, Oh my gosh, if, if I would have just known that 10 years ago, like it made so much more sense as the way I was training. Um, because you know, since then, as you hit on a, a minute ago, like I don't, I rarely do many, uh, Metcons, you know, we probably hit one or two a week. Um, but I can, I can tap into that. Like now I can go back to the suck and I can push in the suck because I know I only have to do it that little bit. And that actually excites me to do that again. Um, whereas before I was so just beat down with it, I I did, I couldn't get to that next level. It's like, I needed a second gear, but I had first gear and that was all you're getting. Um, and you know, like the other stuff, it's like, I gotten, I've gotten stronger, not doing push jerks, not doing push jerks, you know, yep. or, um, and it was just like some of those things where it was like, wow, I, my body actually in, likes, um, you know, this style of training more and I actually got better at CrossFit. Um, yeah. the thing yeah. I was chasing for so long yep. doing CrossFit, I stepped back and did something else and, you know, just stopped focusing on CrossFit and I got better. And I was like, wow, yeah. that was interesting. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think I did the open this year. It was like one, of course I didn't age up. So I'm in the 35, but we won't tell anybody that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I did the best, you know, open finish. I think I've, I've had and mainly just because 
I think as a, as a gym owner, like you feel like you have to be the fittest person in the gym or <laughs> one of the fittest people in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you need that respect, I guess. Um, but I just didn't care anymore. I was like, all right, that's not my goal. So, um, I just would you know, go into the workouts Friday nights and, you know, I'd leave it on the floor, everything I had, you know, like 100%. And, um, like it was one of the best, and, and the best part about it, it was, is I had no pressure. So it was like one of the, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I also did better. And yeah. uh, so we have a, like a local, they call it local comp, which is like, a uh, they're trying to like a, make a little mini games, I guess you would say in the upstate, okay. which is where we live. And they, they have a qualifier and the qualifier is the open. So, um, I qualified for um, as a 30 spots, and I think I was like mid-packs, so like 15th. Um, not really doing a lot of CrossFit, so that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and I think like, you know, like you were saying before, the the uh, whether you, you were following a trend or not, um, I think there is a trend of kind of like the bodybuilding starting to come in, um, you know, a lot of that is because what's leading the fitness community, um, I think, is CrossFit. And CrossFit does have some lacking areas in it, um, one of those being bodybuilding. Uh, and so mm-hmm. you know, people are starting to see, like, fitness is all-encompassing, and you need all of it uh, in order to be healthy. And I think, like, you taking a step back is allowing your fitness levels to jump, working on some of these exponential areas, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think even in the competitive CrossFit space, I mean, I think um, like Ben Bergeron at um, uh, Comp Train and, and those guys, are, they're putting in, they're calling it different stuff like body yeah. armor, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bodybuilding training. Um, yeah. And I do, I, I do feel like the shift is happening. Um, yep. you know, personally, I think that people are burnt out with intensity. Um, sure. You know, I know Greg Glassman would roll over and – uh, tell me that I'm wrong, that intensity is what you need and all the times. And it's like, you can only dip into that cookie jar so many times before you're burnt out. And I saw it in my gym members. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it in me. I saw it in other people. And it's like, you can keep going to that intensity and you can keep dipping in, but you're only going to take out so many times. And when yeah. you finally get done, then you're going to be done. And there's one of two things going to happen. I was just lucky enough that for me, like, working out was such a habit in my life that I, I needed to do something different where most people would just quit. Yeah. Um, you know, they would go completely on the opposite direction and, you know, do just basically yoga for the rest of their life or whatever it happens to be. Um, yeah. not, not that yoga is bad. Not, I'm just saying not like, on yoga. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I like yoga. I'm just, they would, they would intensity is so much in their life that they're like, I don't want to even think a heart, heavy heart rate right now. Yeah. And they yeah. go completely the opposite direction. And I think that's where like bodybuilding has reemerged in the CrossFit yeah. world because people like CrossFit because it's fun. People like CrossFit because right. it's novel. People like CrossFit because it uh, has different movements and it's a challenge and that type of stuff. But what they don't like is hurting all the time. They don't like um, the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the – uh, achy elbows or whatever whatever happens to be the stigma that comes along with it and um you know i think i was afraid maybe is why it took me so long because i was afraid that it would be something that people would be looking down at me like oh, you don't mm-hmm. you don't do crossfit anymore and it's like yeah i do but you know like it's it's just different it's so different. yeah 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 I'm, I'm excited to see uh what kind of happens with um with that competition here we'll obviously like start prepping a little bit more for it but it's things yeah. been going well so far so <laughs> yeah it's um they released the first three workouts so um, oh okay it's uh it'd be interesting it's yeah yeah you know, I'm, I'm i'm to be honest with you i'm completely not looking forward to it um <laughs> i'm doing it because i qualified and there was uh, four people from our gym that qualified and they were like, you're not getting out of it. So I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> That's sweet. But it was, it, you know, I just don't have like that urge anymore. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I'll do it and I'll have fun and I'll probably, yeah. and I'll, I'll go hard. But um, for me, it's, you know, like now it's, I love challenging myself. So like I found new, new love and just outdoor type stuff. Like you said, yeah. we've, we've been, you know, 
I don't even like running that much, but it's the team camaraderie that's always got me. So like yeah, we have yeah. the Ragnar. Um, yeah. What can you can you tell people what Ragnar is for those that don't know? Well, it, well, there's a couple of different Ragnars, but okay. it, it's just a company that you know they put on various races around the world, um, around the United States, maybe not the world, but um, you know there's uh, trail races, road races, races, and that type of thing. The one we did last year um, it was a 200 mile run from um chattanooga to nashville um so you get in vans and there's 12 of us uh we had two vans and you run three legs throughout your 200 miles so depending on what person you were you would you run anywhere from five miles to 10 miles um and you know your team competes to get finished as fast as possible so i think it took us 29 hours and some odd minutes i can't remember but um yeah, we actually we did well. None of us are runners. So we we're all we literally all come from the gym, but they yeah. uh we finished um like top I think top ten in the yeah. uh in the uh, group and we had mixed teams. So we had uh, girls and boys, but we were scored with men. So we uh out of the men we were like top ten. Um that's legit. <laughs> yeah, so that's I, was like, legit. I was like, Wow, that's pretty impressive average for uh two hundred miles. Yeah. So it was it was pretty fun. We had it was at the time we hated our lives, but um, when you finish, <laughs> you know, you accomplish something, and it was just different than the, the CrossFit grind. I, yeah. I guess you would say. Did you um, have anyone that went out like way too hot on their first runs? Oh, we all did. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> I, was yeah. The, I was the first runner, and uh, <laughs> so my my pace. I told myself, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this three times. So I'm just gonna try to hold like a you know a nine thirty and just coast and yeah. uh i'll just because i'm gonna have to run probably at 3 a.m in the morning so i'm not gonna try to kill myself this first run well you know adrenaline's pumping you're like all right three two one go <laughs> you, you see these people in front of you like all right i'm gonna try to keep up with them so at my first run i'm like on them i'm like all right i'm keeping these two women and uh these girls are not gonna beat me and so i run i don't remember what my first run like almost six miles and uh so like the last two miles, they just keep leaving me. And uh, finally, <laughs> I, finally, I crossed the the, uh, the finish line. And I'm like, I went out way too hot. And the guys in front, I was like, I was trying to keep up with those girls. And they're like, dude, you know those were ultra runners, right? And I was like. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So the, the ultra teams completed yeah. with six men or six, six women. Six yeah. people. people yeah. Yeah. Us. Yeah. And I was like, I just, okay, that was a mistake. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the I think ultra- every good ultras are insane they'll do they'll do two legs to your one every time yeah yeah exactly so they you know they run oh there's six of them so they there's 12 of us we are right the bus one would you know finish at 1 p.m and then bus two would take over until like 7 30 at night and then bus one would jump back in so on and so forth um so we we had planned on it taking us a lot longer than it did and unfortunately i put myself as a first runner, because I was like, all right, sweet, if I can run at 7.30 a.m., then i run again at, like, 7.30 p.m., and i run again at 7.30 a.m. So, like, I, I, need to- <laughs> I tried to time it up. <laughs> Made a mistake. Um, needless <laughs> to say, my third run was at 3 a.m. in 19-degree weather, and uh, <laughs> oh, man. I hobbled, like, six miles. But um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So we signed up for another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing a trail run in in uh, April. So yep, man. They, and if anyone's never done one, definitely like they're they're a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Like you, I mean, you said you you're not the biggest fan of running, but they are they're a blast. So yeah, people would, kept telling me like you're gonna have a blast. Even you, you were like you're gonna have a yeah. blast, dude. You're gonna have a blast. You're gonna have a blast. you know. I'm like I don't really see how this is gonna be a blast. Like I don't yeah. get it. Um. And again, I'm really bad about getting talked into things. So I was talked into this, being a captain of, of that run. And you're like, you're going to have a great time. I'm like, I don't think so, dude. And, uh, and sure enough, it was like, it was a blast. You know, we had, a, it was miserable, but at the same time, like, again, if you've ever done team sports before, or you've ever, I guess, you know, for you being in the military, like the camaraderie type stuff that you get from those. Yeah. Um, I mean, even CrossFit, like back in the early days, the, mm-hmm. the shared suffering is just, there's no other bond than, than that, you know? I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, in my opinion, you probably agree with me that that is the reason why CrossFit took off. Yeah, 100%. I mean, people yeah. just, 
knowing each other's pain and the community and the camaraderie you got from when you finished the workout, you, you know, high fived each other and was like, man, that was terrible. And y'all knew what it felt like. You could never play like NFL basketball. I'm sorry, NFL basketball, NFL football. But you could watch Rich Froning and then you could do that workout and you could feel what he felt like. And when you finished, you'd be like, you, the respect for one that he finished way faster than you, but two, <laughs> you all felt the same way, you know? Right. So um, right. I think that was what blew up CrossFit. And for that sure. was maybe what I continue to search for a little bit with the other, you know, things like what, whether it be the Ragnar runs or, or um, whatever else that, you know, weird thing I'll get myself into yeah, um, fitness nice. wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so kind of jumping jump uh, topics here a little bit. Um, you also own a nutrition company. Um, mm-hmm. How has that uh, kind of like coincided with the gym and like um, just kind of like your views on fitness and kind of your thought process on fitness in general? Does that, does that kind of make sense? Or yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, doing CrossFit, um, I got my reverse a little bit. Um, I got my master's in um health and wellness and you know, nutrition was kind of like a part of that. And, and I've been a physical education teacher. We took, you know, nutrition classes and, mm-hmm. and undergrad as well. Um, but you know, we got, when you first got into CrossFit, you learned that zone paleo was it, you know, that was the only way. Um, and so over the years, again, just like my exercise program, I evolved in thinking just, um, it's like those going to you know, learning new things and actually going back to what I learned in college and being like, wait a second, these guys actually taught me things at work. Um, why would I listen to, to, uh, this other, you know, zone paleo and, and while that's a good, you know, good starting point. Yes. Seeing the, the, um, lack for individual, you know, nutrition coaching, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, the big boom of macros came around and the big boom of individual coaching, I guess, would um, happen to, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Um, and I was like, you know, I know this stuff. Like, I can probably do this just as well, if not better than a lot of these people that are prescribing macros um, out there because, you know, they lost 20 pounds and they are now a nutrition coach. Um right. And, you know, like they're just because they have a following on Instagram, people are like, yeah, sweet. Like we should totally listen to this person because they lost 20 pounds and they're a uh, Fitzbo model. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but I saw them, you know, neglecting that. And that's kind of where I, I guess you would say I burst um, my nutrition company because I was helping people at the gym, but I realized that I could only touch the people within those four walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time I was working with you already as like a remote coach and I was like this you know I can touch so many more people's lives and I can help some more people if I can do this thing remotely and, and yeah. nutrition just happened to be you know one of those things where I'm not I mean I can program I understand the concepts I understand how to help you know do those type things probably not to the in-depth that I need to but for most people unless they're trying to qualify for the games I'm pretty confident that I can give them a better workout than they're, you know, potentially doing off of YouTube or whatever. Um, but nutrition, I felt like I can give them the best. Um, and so that's kind of where I started with, um, my nutrition, I guess you'd say uh, company was like, I want to try to get out and I've never really tried to niche it for the CrossFit realm Mm -hmm. more for like health and wellness and people, uh, weight loss for me has kind of been um, my niche. Yeah. Because if you go back to, and again, I kind of skipped over some of this, um, but when I was in middle elementary school years, I was um, overweight kid. Um, and so I can relate to those people on how they felt mm-hmm. and how the struggles that they deal with and like the, um, mentality they, they take into things because I deal with those things every day myself. Um, looking in the mirror, I like either don't, um, you know, aesthetically, I don't, I see something different than other people see. And so I know they deal with those things in their brain. And so I can usually talk to them 
on a level that maybe someone that's always been fit or someone that's always been the uh and always had the the abs and that type of stuff yeah yeah they can't talk to them on the level that i can um, right. because they've never experienced it and right. so i think sometimes when you're helping people losing weight it's more about the psychology of it than it is the macros that you prescribe so yeah. that was where i knew that i could do something different than maybe some people that do this i guess you would say yeah yeah that was actually like uh something that i was I was trying to kind of ponder uh, a while back is like, do you have to have the experience of things or can you learn enough to relate without having the experience and just kind of like, what are, what are kind of your thoughts on that? Does that, does that make sense? Or? Yeah. Um, I think that can, goes for like anything in life, not just like, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think you can definitely deal with enough people that you learn what, um, what's going on. But I think that until you've st- had your feet, um, or been that person, I think it's really yeah. hard to relate on that level. It, yeah. and, and it goes, um, you know, most coaches are failed athletes um, mm. or the best coaches, excuse me. So, I mean, I feel that even as a coach, like I wasn't the greatest football player. I wasn't the greatest base, uh, baseball player. But what I was good at was I had to be able to perform at a level that I needed to perform at. I had to learn the things that, made uh the techniques or the cues or whatever it happens to be to be able to do those things better than a uh to be even subpar mm-hmm. i guess is what i'm trying to say um and the same thing applies to like nutrition where like you can't if you've never been overweight before and you don't know what it feels like then i don't think you can really um it's hard to reach someone on that level um i think you can definitely have the experience but I don't know that it's um, at the same level. So, I mean, and I would take that to the same token of if you are an elite like powerlifter and you are want to be a powerlifter, like those people, although I can probably teach somebody to be a powerlifter, if I've never like trained to to be elite or I was elite, it's hard for me to relate to tell them what it feels like to be an elite powerlifter because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting, like, I guess – no case studies are coming to the top of my head here, but yeah, it's kind of like an interesting thing is like a lot of the time you see, you know, people that were just at the cusp or, you know, kind of right, right at the cusp and in regards to sports uh, and being elite in sports and kind of taking on a coaching role and being, you know, a great, great coach. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of interesting to hear that about the nutrition side of things as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that just goes into your niche like that. That for me, what, I knew that I, would, I could get into there. And, and although I can help CrossFitters, I'm sure that there's probably people out there that are really good at CrossFit and they know what it feels like to be an elite CrossFitter. And uh, so they can probably tell them things about nutrition that I would, although I probably know when talking to that client, they can be uh, a better coach. I can prescribe the macros just as well. And mm-hmm. I know exactly what it takes, um, you know, as far as delivering just, a you know nutrition plan but you know at least for me um i try to put my coaching is a lot of more um uh personal i guess you would say like uh, whereas like in a big uh, nutrition coaching companies like you know working against gravity or whoever happens to be there you know five thousand people like that's just not what i i wanted to try to relate to people more on the uh, personal level yeah yeah kind of what we do yeah. Yeah. How do people find, uh, both your businesses? <laughs> uh, um, the old, the interwebs, no, um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Instagram is just, uh, at forged by food. Um, and then at proverb fitness, um, and then uh, you just Google those as well. So proverb fitness, um, yeah.com and, uh, forged by food.com. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, well, Wrapping things up here, we've been trying to ask people a, a finishing or a end question here. Oh, um, you didn't tell got, me about this. <laughs> we got the advice that our other question was not that good, so we're going to change it up this week. Um, who's somebody that you feel has been very influential inside of your fitness journey? Hmm. Wow. You didn't tell me about this one. I could have thought about it better. <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch you off guard a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, 
influential, like somebody I know or somebody like, um, yeah. somebody, you know, somebody that's kind of like guided you along your journey. Yeah. And anyone really. Um, well, it's just kind of going, I don't know that they necessarily were influential in, um, the, like where I'm at right this second, but I think mm -hmm. without them, I probably wouldn't have have uh, been here. Um, yeah. And that was going back to my roommate in, in uh, college and him being so motivated to work out at that time and basically pulling me to the gym every day um, really kind of started and fueled me to be the getting involved in this. Um, Cause I think creating that habit with him and having somebody to work out with every single day and just knowing he's counting on me and I'm counting on him to be there. And I think that was like my initial like takeoff into this world uh, or realm. And so without you know him kind of being the driving force at that point in time, um, I don't know that, you know, I would have be sitting here. I might not be a fitness person at all. Um, yeah. So I think that was probably, you know, if I had to credit someone with, with that, I'd be him. So does he know like, like you know, now, I don't, I don't know that I've ever told him that. Um, yeah. it's funny. It's, he's the re how I met my wife. Uh, um, oh dang! And so you know, obviously, I've obviously credited him with that. Um, he, he went to high school with with her, and we we met in college. But I don't know that I've ever told him that he was kind of the reason why I ended up you know doing this because it was plenty of days like where I didn't want to go uh, to the gym. Um, you know, I was and a uh, 20 year old kid or eight, 19, 20 year old kid. And like, I didn't, you know, I had better things I want to do. I want to you know, study or drink beer or whatever happened to be. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, he just was dead set on going to the gym at six o'clock at night, every single night. And I didn't want to let him down. I've always been this kind of people where like, you know, I've tried to, uh, when people trust or not trust the uh, count on me, I, I want to make sure that I come through. Um, yeah, and so yeah. like, I knew that he counted on me to go to the gym with him. Um, and so, I think with that, it just created the habit for me. And um, here we are. Yeah. Is he, is, he still, uh, <laughs> is he still like, working on like in the fitness industry or? No. Um, he, he actually, uh, when we um, graduated, well, uh, actually he didn't graduate in college, um, <laughs> but uh, might've had a little too much fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, he never got into, you know, he, he's, I think he still works out uh, okay. pretty regularly, but I don't, he never was, um, you know, transitioned into the fitness world. He was a, um, mechanic and, uh, yeah. a family, actually a family thing. His dad was a mechanic and I think his grandfather was a mechanic. So he just kind of had that, uh, family, um, ties there. And yeah, uh, so that's yeah. what he does now, but I'd have to find out. I, I, I barely see him anymore. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I probably, you know, now that you say that I should probably let him know and be like, Hey dude, you're, you know, you're the reason why I have a gym. Um, yeah. And cool. uh, have, have a, I guess, a livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little uh, 12 year olds anymore. Right. Right. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like uh, how something like that just like influences like, you know, the last 10 years of your life rough, basically. So. Yeah. I'm, and then my, I guess my second person would be Greg Glassman is as corny as yeah. that is. <laughs> if, if it wasn't for him, I don't know that we need you know, I, I trash talk CrossFit now just because I, I can, because I've been there. Um, <laughs> but I still love CrossFit. I mean, yeah. I still, matter of fact, I'm going to the games this year. I love watching the competition. I'm not that yeah. uh, person anymore, but I tell you, Greg Glassman, he gave us all careers. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior, prior to him, um, like we didn't have careers. Right. Like, yeah group fitness there was no macro coaching there was no mm -hmm. uh, coaching like us um it was you know no micro gym i guess is what they call it you know you, right. you work for corporate and uh you know i started my gym with uh fifteen hundred dollars and um you know it's about kettlebells and all that type of stuff going back to there and it's like dude you couldn't have done that um you're 20 years ago right um, yeah yeah i guess i probably yeah. should have used him in the first place Nah. I didn't want to be corny though. Yeah, I like I like your buddy better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Glassman's cool, and he did like give a lot of us a, a career. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it he definitely did some good for for a lot of people. So it was 
it was good to see. So. Yep. I think like anything else, it's a learning experience. So uh, hopefully they'll uh, straighten the path out and, you know, yeah. separation between sport and, and health. And, yeah. It's, it seems like they're on their way to that, but I don't know. You could do a whole nother two hour podcast on that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we could. Many so, thoughts there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do people, I know you said, mentioned this before, but how do people find you? Um, Instagram's usually where I'm most probably active at. Um, it's just, uh, at, if you want to look at me personally, it's at forged by Bo. Um, so F O R G E D by, and then both is B E A U. Um, it's not bo so if you're listening to this um i'm sure you probably put it in the show notes or something and then yeah. um at forged by food is the nutrition so if you're interested in that um and um i don't know why you look at my gym but at proverb fitness we just a bunch of uh <laughs> 35 and 40 and 15 6 year olds just getting fit um so if you want to yeah. follow us there you can definitely follow us and um maybe i'll give you something insightful yeah. <laughs> you never know. Could be inspiration. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for coming on. Um, if you guys are listening to this, don't follow us on Instagram, head over to our Instagram, follow us on Instagram, blacklisted, uh, period HQ. Um, you can follow us on YouTube as well, uh, or subscribe to our YouTube channel, blacklisted HQ. Um, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your day here.